Acts chapter 17, beginning at verse 26. The Bible said, And hath made of one blood all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and hath determined the times before appointed and the bounds of their habitation. Verse 27 says this, That they should seek the Lord, if haply they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. That we should seek the Lord, that haply we might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. And tonight I want to simply preach to us what the Lord has laid on my heart. I want to preach to you. Seek the Lord. He's not far. Seek the Lord. He's not far. Lay your Bibles down. Lift your hands to heaven. Let's invite the presence of the Lord in this place. Lord, we love you. We worship you. We magnify you, God. Lord, we glorify you, God. And now we need a miracle in this place, God. Move mightily in this house. God, we praise you. We worship you. And we give you glory. We magnify your name. In Jesus' name, we pray. Come on, put your hands together. Give the Lord some praise. And you can be seated in the presence of the Lord. It is with three bold words that Jesus announced the finality of the act of Calvary and the act of the work of crucifixion when Jesus uttered the words, It is finished. With those three words, Jesus let everyone know from this time forward the work had been completed, the work had been done, that what was done on the cross that day would be the work that would bring completeness, sufficiency, and finality to sin's demand. That this, this evening I want to let somebody know that it was Jesus' sacrifice on the cross of Calvary. His burial in a garden tomb and his resurrection three days later. The power that gave the church over sin and over death. Hallelujah. That I am so thankful that with those three words Jesus let us know that no longer... Would a bullock or a lamb or a turtle dove be necessary to come into the presence of the Lord? That no longer would there be a requirement for the family and for the individual and for the tribe to bring a sacrifice on the day of atonement and at other times of sacrifice. That Jesus was saying, once and for all, I've done the work that is necessary to connect you to me. Here's what the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 10 and verse 10. By the which will we all sanctify through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. That with the work of Calvary, Jesus was saying that this work would be a one-time work and it would only be needed one time and for all people. The scripture tells us that Jesus did not just die for our sins, but that he died for the sins of the whole world. That that power on the cross that day, that sacrifice on the cross that day was so great that it only needed to be done once. And not just for my sin, and not just for your sin, but for the sin of the whole world. Amen. That it was sufficient. 
It was complete. Here is the gospel tonight. If you want to know what the gospel is, and maybe you're a visitor here, I want to tell you what the gospel is. The gospel is God saw us in our sin, and God saw we were powerless against our sin. There was no sacrifice on earth good enough to redeem us from our sin. And so God robed himself in flesh. Being born on earth, crucified that flesh on a cross, buried it in a borrowed tomb, resurrected it three days later, and ascended back on high. Here is the work of the gospel. God saw us in our weakness. He saw us in our sin. He saw us in our frailty. And he looked at humanity and recognized humanity did not have the strength to reach to God. So God reached down to humanity. That, that God recognized that man did not have the ability to reach up to him. And so God said, since man can't reach me, I am going to reach man. Here's... The scripture bears it out like this. The apostle Paul turned the church at Ephesus. He said, now he that ascended is but he that descended first into the lower parts of the earth. And he that descended is the same also that ascended up far above the heavens that he might feel all things. That if you want to know what salvation is, salvation was God looking at us and saying, you had no power, but I have the power to step off of my throne and robe my invisible self into a body and be the sacrifice for your sins. That today I want to tell you at the beginning of this message, God loved you so much that he came down where you could not come up. That he reached further down because you could not reach up. Not only did he go further than what the old southern gospel song used to say. We used to sing. He reached further down than I could reach up. The truth of the matter is you couldn't reach up at all. And so since you couldn't reach up at all. Jesus said I'm going to come all the way down. And it would be that work of Calvary. That would be the completeness of it all. No more sacrifices. In fact, not only was sacrifice done away with, but the Bible said in that moment of that crucifixion, the Bible said that the veil ripped in twain. <laughs> not only saying you have no need of another sacrifice, but you'll also have no other need to walk into my presence except for just to walk through the veil that is my flesh to receive repentance. Amen, amen. Stay with me. Huh. It was him coming down. He died. And he was buried. And he rose three days later. But he did that for a reason. Because God wanted to change the way that man came to God. Because up until the cross of Calvary, man could not reach up. 
and God had to come all the way down. But when Calvary was complete, and when the burial was complete, and when the resurrection was complete, here's what the Lord said. That for all of these thousands of years, mankind had no way to reach up to me because he was powerless in his sin. But one of these days, I'm going to die on a cross, I'm going to be in a tomb, and I'm going to resurrect, and I'm going to give them the power. The power they never had before. And hear me tonight on this Sunday night service at FPC. I've come to tell you that there is something powerful that you have that people before Christ did not have. And that was you have the ability to reach up. That because of Calvary, you can reach up. All throughout, all throughout the Old Testament, it was God coming down. God coming down. God coming down. Amen. If you wanted to hear from God, it was God's voice coming down. Noah, build an ark. Abraham, leave your family. Go to a country that I will take you to. Amen. Not only that, but if you study and you understand uh, Bible study, and I know that you're well, you're well taught here in this church, I want to tell you that all throughout the Old Testament, the Bible gives us what are called theophanies, where God's coming down. He's coming down to Abraham as a man. He's coming down to Moses as a burning bush. He's coming down to Elijah as a fire on an altar. He's coming down to Isaiah as a king on a throne, and over and over again, it's God coming down, coming down, coming down. Even tonight during our offering, it was said that, that in the Old Testament, God's coming down. Jacob in the place of Bethel, angels ascending and descending down the ladder. An angel meeting Jacob in the field, wrestling with the angel all night long. In Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, an angel meets them in the burning, fiery furnace. It's God coming down. God coming down. God coming down. Why? Because we couldn't come up. But tonight, I want to tell you that we are no longer Old Testament as far as this. Because when Calvary happened, Calvary said, up until that moment, up until I said it is finished, nobody could reach up to me. But now that the work is finished, I'm not coming down to you until you reach up to me. Hebrews chapter 1 verse 3 makes reference to what Jesus did. The Bible said that the express image of his person. That when he got done, he sat down at the right hand of majesty on high. At the sitting down of our Lord, it was the Savior saying, All the work that needed to be done for man to come to me has been accomplished and now I'm going to sit on my throne until my people use the access that I have given them 
and come to me. And tonight I want to tell you in this place that you can sit there and not move and not make a move towards God nor seek him. And God will remain on his throne. But if somebody in this place tonight will get on their feet, lift their hands, lift their voice, clap their hands, call on the name of the Lord. Seek the Lord. Seek the Lord. Can I tell you? Some of you are preaching New Testament gospel with Old Testament thinking. Because there's too many people that think we're still in the Old Testament. Because the Old Testament was we have no power so God comes down to us. And so we come in on a Sunday morning still acting Old Testament. Come on, Lord. Send it on down, Lord. Send it on down. I ain't going to uncross my feet, but send it on down. I ain't going to stand up, but send it on down. I ain't going to clap my hands, but send it on down. And I'm going to tell you, you're thinking in the Old Testament. Because God said, I done done the work. I've completed the work. And now I'm calling for my people. Can I tell you, it is the reason why in the same service, somebody over here can get healed, delivered, and full of the Holy Ghost, and somebody over here not get anything. Now, now I want to ask you a question. Did it mean that the music and the preaching and the faith only worked in this section? Or, let me take it to how it usually goes. I didn't feel anything today. You know what the problem is? Sister TJ picked the wrong songs. (laughs) Pastor St. Clair preached the wrong message. The reason, I, I, the, the reason we didn't have a Holy Ghost fall down is because Sir St. Clair gave the solo to that person and they should have. Uh-oh. It's so much fun when you don't pastor the church that you're preaching at. Uh, uh-huh. And somebody over here, they're like, oh, I didn't feel a thing. It, 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 wasn't, it wasn't going like it's normally going. No, I'm going to tell you what happened. Somebody over here by faith reached out. And somebody over here just sat down. And it wasn't the song, you just didn't reach out. And it wasn't the singer, you just didn't reach out. And it wasn't the message, you just didn't reach out. And it wasn't the atmosphere, you just didn't reach out. I want to tell you that I absolutely positively have Bible for what I'm preaching tonight. That God is looking for some folks 
who will reach out to him and will seek him while he may be found. John chapter 12 verse 32 says this. And I, if I be lifted up from the earth, will go to all men. No, will draw all men unto me. That when I get lifted up, there'll be an atmosphere and a spirit that will draw men to me. Not me to men, but men to me. Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. Jesus said, come unto me. All ye that are laboring and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. If I be lifted up, I'll draw men to me. Come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto him. Come unto him. Come unto him. (laughs) Matthew 11 and 12. And from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffereth violence. And the violence. Take it by force. God's not taking it for you. The violence got to take it by force. Having therefore boldness. Hebrews chapter 10. Having therefore boldness. To enter into the holies by the blood of Jesus. By a new and living way. I want to tell you tonight. That all you need. For your miracle is to walk the new and living way. Which is Jesus saying, come unto me. Reach out to me. Make a step towards me. Reach out. Call out my name. Here's the. Found in in a story. A song is written about it. Jesus, the Bible said, is walking on the water. And while he's walking on the water, the Bible says over here in the distance, the disciples are toiling. They're in a a storm. And Jesus is walking on the water. And the Bible says this, that Jesus... Would have passed them by. He's walking on the water. And Brother Snow. The disciples are in trouble. They are, they are in trouble. They're in a storm. And here is where people miss their miracle. You walked in here tonight and you said. God knows I need help. Why don't he help? God knows I need deliverance. Why don't he deliver me? God knows I'm dealing with a drug addiction. Why don't God fix it? God knows I need the Holy Ghost. Why doesn't God give it to me? And Jesus would have passed them by. It is from these passages of scriptures that we get the verse. We get that old song that we used to sing. Pass me not, O gentle Savior. Hear my humble cry. While on others thou art calling. Do not pass me by. And the Bible said that he would have passed them by. And the Bible said, but the disciples cried out. 
And when they cried out, Jesus walking on the water stopped at that very moment. And you need to hear me tonight when I tell you that there's a bunch of needs in this place tonight. There's needs of healing. There's needs of deliverance. There's needs of fixing problems and fixing marriages. But I need to tell you, God is not moved by your need. Uh, I said God's not moved by your need. He knows you have a need. He knows you're sick. He knows you need deliverance. He knows you need the Holy Ghost. But God is not moved by need. He's moved by faith. I'm not saying God's not, uh, uh, not compassionate towards your need. I'm just saying he's moved by faith. And the best thing you can do tonight, if you have a need, is to not even wait for me to get through preaching. Hear me. Hear me. I feel, the, I feel a spirit of ministry in this place right now. I, I, I wonder, I, I need right now, I need some intercessors. If you're an intercessor in this church, I need you to pray with me right now. I need some folks to be able to pray in the Holy Ghost. God's getting ready to do something in this place. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Faith is trying to operate in this place. Come on, that's it. If you know how to pray, this is a praying church. If you know how to pray, I want you to pray right now. Come on, church, stand with me. I want you to keep praying. Stand with me. Keep praying. <laughs> Hear me tonight. God is not far from any of us. God is near to us. But he's looking for somebody who with hands lifted and with voice lifted will say, God, I seek you. God, I desire you.
There's somebody in this place tonight. You need to turn that old song into a prayer. God, I know you're moving in this place. God, don't pass me by. God, you're moving in this house. God, don't miss my row. God, don't miss my wife. Don't miss my family. God, don't miss me, God. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And I plead the blood of Jesus to Hallelujah. Come on, just reach out and touch the Lord. Come on, just reach out and touch the Lord. Come on, we're going to see God do a work in this place. Come on, you've heard enough good preaching here at this church. You don't need good preaching. You need to reach out to the Lord and let God do a miracle in your life right now. You need to let God do a miracle in your life right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All over this place right now, God's touching some folks. Amen. Right where you're at. Right where you're at. Would you lift your hands to heaven right now? And would you begin to open your mouth and begin to call upon the name of the Lord? Hallelujah. Hey, hallelujah. Come on, that's it. Let's reach out and touch the Lord. He's passing by this place tonight. 